Dr. Aiken with the Mind Fitness Method podcast again. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking to you about sugar. How much sugar should you eat? Which sugars are the worst sugars to eat? And first, though, I'm going to start off with a little bit about the history of sugar. You know, sugar used, the first that it was described of the mass production of sugar was in Egypt, about, I'm sorry, not Egypt, in India, about 100 AD. And um, that was the first description of a sugar mill. And then about 250 years later was the first uh, findings of any recipes that specifically called for sugar. So it was things like uh, rice pudding, you know, they were making at that time that called for sugar. But it wasn't until about 1500 where they really started ramping up the mass production of refined sugar. But nowadays we have a lot of different kinds of sugar and it's in nearly everything that you eat. And the thing to keep in mind about sugar is that not all sugar is created equally. And um, by that, I mean not all sugars that you eat raise your blood sugar level the same. And not, of them, not all of them uh, have the same calorie count. Not all of them cause the same level of bad effects in you if consumed in, in excess. You know, what happens if you get too much sugar, sugar is probably this, one of your biggest risk factors for heart disease. And uh, it has an inflammatory response on the body. Uh, it really does just sort of cook your tissues pretty well. And the way that a sugar can make you fat, uh, obviously eating too much of anything can make you fat. And, uh, but eating a lot of sugar will drive up your insulin response. And depending on which type of sugar that you eat, the certain sugars raise your insulin just a little bit, but some sugars raise it a lot. And the significance of insulin being high is that the insulin is what puts the sugar into your cells where you store it as fat. So the more that your insulin is surging through your bloodstream, uh, the fatter you're getting, essentially. So the way we figure out which sugars are the worst ones and which is the best, one of the best tools for figuring that out is something called the glycemic index. And the glycemic index is nothing more than a rating system. It's, it's a rating from 0 to 100. And um, at 100 is a particular sugar called glucose. It's just a pure form of sugar called glucose. And it's considered sort of the standard. Everything else is sort of compared against glucose. So glucose gets a rating of 100. And so obviously, it, since the scale is from 0 to 100, glucose raises your blood sugar level pretty fast okay and thereby causes your insulin level to go up pretty high pretty fast so so let's look at some of the sugars that are out there let's start with regular table sugar it's also called sucrose so the glycemic index of sucrose is 65 
So it's, you know, a third less than glucose, the, the standard, uh, which isn't horrible. Uh, it's not great, but it's, it's not horrible. But then there's some other things out there that are worse. Now, dextrose is also uh, similar to glucose. It has a glycemic index of 100. You'll see dextrose in a lot of foods. But maltose is where things start getting bad. It's actually higher than glucose. 105. It tops this scale. So, you know, the scale is supposed to be from 0 to 100, but this got a rating of 105, and I'm not even sure how they figured that out, but it, apparently maltose um, can raise your blood sugar higher than pure glucose. And so what can you find, you know, where do you find maltose? Um, and, and the fact is, is that it depends on what you're eating the maltose in. What is the vehicle that it comes in? It matters because it may not have as bad effect on you depending on where you're getting it from. So an example of a, a food that's high in maltose, that's not necessarily bad for you to eat because of other things that are in that food that sort of keep the maltose from being bad. So for example, sweet potatoes. If you're eating cooked sweet potatoes, it has a pretty high maltose content. content. It's like 3.3% maltose. And, um, but sweet potatoes also have a lot of fiber. And the fiber, when you eat it with the maltose together, uh, the fiber keeps you from absorbing quite a bit of that maltose. Uh, and the fiber also keeps you from feeling full. Uh, the fiber in uh, sweet potatoes also feeds the good bacteria in your gut, uh, which uh, those good bacteria help you to stay feeling full as well and it also helps to heal your gut so it's not so bad to get maltose when you're eating it in sweet potatoes but here's some other things that have a lot of maltose in it and it's not so good you know this is where it's bad pizza 1.7 percent maltose and uh, so if you're eating a bunch of pizza, you're getting a lot of really fast, you know, raising of your blood sugar levels. Fried onion rings is another one. French bread, that's 3.7% maltose. It's got even more than a sweet potato. And pancakes have 5.2% maltose. So you have to watch it with those foods. Uh, eat them and extreme moderation because uh, you're getting a really high glycemic index uh, form of sugar with those foods and there is nothing to keep it from being bad there's no fiber in pancakes really to speak of um, maltodextrin is another sugar it's now maltodextrin is sort of like a long chain of maltose basically um but it's, it's got a glycemic index as high as 110. So it's 10 points higher than pure glucose. Again, the standard. So maltodextrin is this, um, it's made 
when they sort of cook or hydrolyze, you know, starchy vegetables. And it's used in a lot of soft drinks and candy. It, it helps to increase the shelf life of certain, med- of certain foods. Um, it also has a texture to it that helps make foods have a better mouth feel to them. You know, they uh, better texture. Sometimes they put it in peanut butter so that they can lower the fat content of the peanut butter, but still have a good texture to it. But maltodextrin is also, you know, not so good because it is, uh, it's got a lot of, um, you know, very high glycemic index. Raises up your sugar level fast, raises up your insulin level fast, helps you to pack on the fat. I think one thing that I heard recently, uh, a food that has quite a bit of maltodextrin in it is ketchup. So you, you know, watch it. Watch it with ketchup. Lots of maltodextrin in there. Um, now, let's just look at some f- foods and look at their sugar, their, their, their glycemic index, you know, because I think, and specifically fruits, because they have naturally occurring uh, sugars in them. They have fructose, they have glucose, they have the different uh, varieties of uh, sugar in them, but uh, an apple has a glycemic index of 39. That's really low. It's almost a third of the level of glycemic index of sugar. And it's half as much as table sugar. So you still get something sweet, um, but you uh, don't get the sharp raise in your blood sugar level and it doesn't raise your insulin levels up. So they don't make you fat. The, The... Apples have quite a bit of fiber in them as well. And when you think about fruits, the the harder the fruit is, you know, the harder it is to the touch, the more fiber it likely has. So an apple probably has more fiber than a banana, you know, uh, and so forth. So uh, pears have a lot of fiber in them. They're firm, uh, depending on their age, but still a lot, lot of fiber in a pear. Um, dates, they only have a glycemic index of 42. Grapefruit has a glycemic index of 25. A lot of people don't like grapefruit just because they're a bit bitter. Um, but you know, you can sort of work to acquire that taste if you like. Um, so that just gives you a point of reference about, you know, the glycemic index of sweet things. Um, and so how much sugar should you actually eat per day? Well, the, the recommendation is for women, six teaspoons of sugar per day is the recommend, the recommendation. I think it's about a hundred calories worth of sugar. Uh, and for men, uh, up to nine teaspoons of sugar per day or 150 calories per day and we're talking about table sugar in this in this case so it's much less than you probably thought and just think you know spend a day don't change anything of how you're eating right now and count up all of the calories that you ate in the form of sugar added sugar and uh, use that the MyFitnessPal app 
to figure that out with. Uh, if I think you can figure it out on that. But you can just figure it out. Looking at everything has to have, if something has added sugar nowadays, I think it, on the nutrition facts, it pretty well has to tell you what the added sugar is. That's what counts, added sugar. It's usually these sugars that we're talking about. Add it up. See how much calories that you took in. Was it more than 100 calories if you're a woman or more than 150 if you're a man? If so, uh, you're probably over the line with sugars, you know, sweeteners. So um, hopefully, hopefully you've uh, found this a little enlightening uh, about sugar. And uh, maybe you'll be a little wiser in your choices of things, sweet things that you eat in the upcoming uh, years of your life. Um, come visit us at www.ericakinmd.com. That's E-R-I-C-A-K-I-N-M-D.com. You can also uh, sign up for my free masterclass at www.ericakinmd.com slash register. And uh, I'll teach you the four secrets of how to maintain lifelong fitness and weight loss in a masterclass called Professionals Fitness Fast Track. Until the next time, remember it is your brain that maintains the change. Mm-hmm.